Alright, so welcome back to our So Far So Good series and uh, thank you for joining us on today's platform. So today what we have is that we have a very special guest and uh, we're going to talk everything about home staging. And uh, in the show, I'm going to bring uh, on stream with us, Kelvin, uh, the founder of Singapore Furniture Rental. And we're going to ask you a couple of questions about home staging in Singapore, a little bit about the history of home staging. And of course, some of the things that I think homeowners will definitely want to know and the nitty gritty stuff when it comes to staging a property for sale um, and putting out in the market itself. So whether you're planning to do a little bit of your own DIY staging or to engage a professional to stage over at Property Brothers, we, um, we practice uh, home staging to a great extent as well. So almost close to probably about, I think 70% of our properties that we sell, we go through a, a process whereby they are enhanced staging or even complete home staging. So um, Kelvin has been a great partner at Property Lim Brothers and um, we use their services to a great deal as well. And they partner with us to help our owners uh, create that enhanced experience before we put the property in the market or before we even do our video uh, home tour production. So uh, Kelvin, are you ready? Hi. Hey, yes. hello. Hi, Kelvin. hello. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for spending time with us uh, today. Coming on to So Far So Good. So uh, how's everything for you? I mean, after after the circuit breaker, uh, now we're already about a month into phase two. How's everything at uh, Singapore Furniture Rental? Everything is good. Uh, it can be better. can be better. So um, basically what happened is that we are actually operational during circuit breaker. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so you're, you're uh, on full force actually during the, the phase one. Uh, even during circuit breaker. During circuit breaker, phase, yes, but, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, uh, my client, which is real estate agent, can't work, so it's the same as uh, not operating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so maybe uh, for some of our audiences out there, uh, just to give a bit of a uh, uh, backdrop to what Calvin does, uh, his company has been set. Up. How many years have you set up already? Uh, for Singapore yeah. furniture furniture rental, seven years. Seven, years. Seven and, years, and he's a very young boss. How old are you this year? Well, are you am, are you okay to <laughs> to share your age okay, on yeah. the public platform? I'm, I'm 36. 36. Wow. So you started your your business when you were 29. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So um, his his firm's um main uh, top line service is very clear cut. So you can um rent furnitures from his company, and um he has a lot of inventory. He has a huge team. Um, and I, I think you have like a lot of uh, different choices for furniture as well, right? And yes. um, on top of that, he has a huge uh, market in um, home staging in Singapore. So I, I think over the past three years, he has staged close to about 1,000 different properties in Singapore, helping uh, property agents and helping homeowners directly as well. So I think Kelvin is one of the best person that we can take his advice to us everything about home staging. So Kelvin, when, when do you start to have this idea about doing home staging? Did, did that come first or did furniture rental come first? Which, which part of your business come first? Mm. So when we, we started seven years ago, we started as an online furniture rental company, purely just doing furniture rental. Right. With the mind, with, with the intention that one day we will want to do home staging. Mm. But at that point of time, seven years ago, home staging is very, very like rare. Right. There are some agents that is doing it, but not a lot. Right. So, but furniture rental is something we started off with, right? So then what happened is that along the years where the property market start to change and we get inquiries about agent asking, hey, can I rent furniture because the unit I'm selling is very empty? 
Mm. Right, so they cannot visualize, and it's too empty, and it's in the market for too long. So we started out trying. We say, okay, since we have intention to do home staging down the road, uh, and there are inquiries coming in, so we just try out. Initially, just putting in furnitures without accessories. Mm. Yeah, and then we start evolving because agent give us feedback, and then we 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 also try to see what other furniture rental and home staging companies doing overseas. Mm. Yeah, so that's where we start to change and evolve. And what really helps is that uh, social media, right? Because I think real estate agents starts to realize that they need to use social media, right? And unfortunately, the a lot of agents don't have nice pictures to show online, right? Yeah, so that's why they realize that they need to stage up their house so that they can like take nice pictures and they can use it on social media. I see. Yeah. yeah. Just now, um, you were talking about the history of home staging. So you mentioned that in Singapore, um, even just a short seven years back, home staging was not a very popular idea, right? So, I I read online and did a bit of research. It's like I think home staging started in nineteen eighties and evolved um in in the western part of the world, and um I think through like programs like HGTV through uh, social media platforms and stuff, it slowly evolved into uh, the ASEAN region. So for Singapore, when did you think, uh, which year was, was roughly that year that um, this, this entire idea picked up um, based on your, your, your demand for home staging mm. inquiries? I would say that maybe around uh, three, three years plus back mm. yeah, that uh, the demand really started picking up. Because that is the part where a lot of uh, realtors, a lot of agents really start to use social media. Mm. And that is also the part, the period where a lot of agents start using video. Right. right. Yeah. Right. So it is concurrently both uh, the property market, resale market start picking up and social media usage in the property industry start picking up and video start picking up. That's where home staging is also uh, there to support the, the property industry. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. And um, maybe for, for the context of our audience is that in case you're wondering uh, what are some of the, the parameters and options when it comes to home staging. So to give you a, a, a brief backdrop and context. So in Singapore mm-hmm. or maybe in, even in other parts of the world, when you want to uh, put a property in the market and you want to dress up your home before you sell, there are a few options. So some home staging companies, um, they are basically consultants and uh, they don't have a ready inventory, but basically they, they consult and provide advice. And um, maybe um, what some of the, the, the uh, home staging firms of this sort they would do is that they will in turn then rent the furnitures for you or they might uh, assist you to purchase the furnitures. So the main service level there is, is the consultation service. For Calvin, uh, I think he, he's a bit different because he owns uh, the inventory and his, his core business initially was furniture rental. So he has a huge inventory that I think through the years he has um, added on to enhance the home staging service. So, so uh, Calvin, just to maybe for us to have an estimated size of your business, right? Like how many sets of furniture do you have so that you know, the audience know like, you know, like roughly, you know, how heavy is this home staging business? Wow. <laughs> because like, I know you have a huge inventory, you have several warehouses, yeah. which is why, yeah. uh, you know, even for Property Brothers, when we started um, the, the home staging service for our clients three years back and we partnered with you, 
uh, as one of our core partners. So we only have two partners in, in Property mm. Libras. We, we work with two home staging companies very closely. Kelvin is one of our, our very strong supporters as well. And so uh, their speed is fast because he, they have huge inventory. So like roughly what is the size of your scale? So at least our, our audience mm. will know. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many inventory I have seriously, <laughs> but I uh, we, we, we can do at one point up to 100 units. So basically, mm. I can have 100 units of staging out there right now. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so that means you can have you have 100 sets of sofas and dining yes. tables. Yeah. So you can imagine if each house have like six chairs, right? Yeah. I will have 600 chairs. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I will still have enough in my warehouse. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you yeah. really have a lot of furniture. So so what is what is the the size of your team like? Uh, maybe to give us an an aspect because I I think, um the the home staging business is is huge i mean you you because from the the way that you provide a service is like a, a one-stop service your guys will come install the furnitures when uh the, our properties are sold you come back and extract the furnitures and then mm. you pack you deliver and stuff so how, how big is your team okay so right now we have about 15 to 20 people mm. so we use a lot of uh part-timers right right especially the logistic side of the business right yeah right so, so a combination of full, full-time part-time stuff correct correct yeah right right yeah but i think what one thing that you your your guys really did well is that your service level uh is at a very high level i mean your resp- the, the your guys respond fast and and i think uh in terms of installing and extracting they're all done uh, in in a very smooth fashion, which is which is great for our clients, yeah. right? Thank so, you. Thank you. Um, what are probably like you know some of your your thoughts? I mean, let's say if if somebody somebody is planning to sell their place, but mm. uh, they're deciding, hey, should I do my own DIY home staging versus mm. getting some expert help from um companies like like yours? Uh, what are some of your advice for home sellers? Like, what are some of the things that they they probably need to look out for? Some of the blind spots. Um, that uh, might occur during the DIY home staging process? Sure, sure. Mm. So there's a few factors here. So one of the things is whether do you have the time, Mm. right? And also depending on the condition of your existing unit, right? So I will assume that if you are still staying in the house and you've been staying there for a while, so there will be some personal clutters in in, in your house. So if you have the time, the first thing you need to do is actually to just declutter first, mm. right? So decluttering, because at the end of the day, if you engage prof- professional home stager like us, you will still need to declutter. Yeah. So, so for homeowners, they will still need to do the first step of decluttering. The next step is really to consider whether do you have the aesthetic sense to really do what you need to do to enhance the place, mm. right? The, the challenge for homeowners is that because you homeowners are staying there, and they have their own preference. But for home stager like us, right, what we want to do is to neutralize everything, to make your place as neutral as possible so that it appeals to as wide range of people as possible. Right? Mm. So of course, there will be some homeowners who have already spent interior design of certain style, which is very hard to change. So then it really takes a lot of effort to make it as neutral as possible. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, because yeah. because we, we, we also advocate this theory whereby the moment um any homeowners want to put your property out in the market, the property technically becomes their product. 
and the main purpose and objective of selling the place is to to allow a wider audience to fall in love with your property so uh, i agree with you to 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 create a, a neutral tone a neutral sense whereby the wider audience out there will will more or less be okay with the renovation of the furniture style because sometimes i think the strange thing is that we have like for example some properties the moment we advise our sellers to change the wall colors the house gets sold because that i still remember there was a property um whereby the rooms are all like superbly dark purple and then we advise the clients to repaint them all into white and the moment that is done the the property gets sold the, the following weekend so sometimes it's a bit strange in terms of the first impression and we also read that um the moment human beings enter a, a place enter a space the first eight seconds we already sort of subconsciously form our impression of the, the place so so what what is your what are your thoughts about first impression because um i believe you and your guys you you do studies about you know mm. uh, impression the choice of furnitures which is why um uh, when we partner with you your guys are also able to give advice like you know okay should we reuse this particular furniture that's already in the in the house or should we extract it and and replace it and stuff so what what do you think about first impression i think it's very very important mm. i think that, that that's what a lot of property developers are doing right so like like you imagine yourself walking into all the developers show flat most of the time the viewers are impressed right and they, it, it started off with a very positive emotions when they step into a show flat. And the remaining journey will be positive unless the, 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 there is something that really distracts the viewers. Otherwise, the first impression already helps the viewer to be in, put them in a very, very positive emotions. Mm. So while they walk through the whole house and they start seeing things, they start looking at furnitures or they start looking at the interior design and maybe sometimes the, the, the agent will start sharing information. The whole journey from start to end is positive. So it naturally will ideally end off on a positive note, whether they will offer you or even if they offer, it will not be a low ball offer, mm. right? So it all starts with first impression. Right. We have, sometimes we, even for us, when we go down to a unit to stage, the moment we step in, we feel very, very uncomfortable mm. because the, the, the house is not clean or the owner didn't declutter and uh, a lot of mess around the place or some certain items was there for very long and it's just an eyesore, mm. right? So all these small little details will affect the whole journey experience. of viewing this yeah the whole experience of viewing this unit yeah yeah so so like you say when the homeowner want to sell this property it is like their product yeah you they want the buyer to like the product that's why then they can ask for higher price then they are able to attract more people to offer mm. yeah mm. so that's why first impression is always the cr crucial part of the entire viewing process yeah and uh, i would say that um buyers are actually very savvy and uh buyers i mean buyers and sellers they are both savvy they're more they're they're they both smart they have done their homework when it comes to selling and buying um so far over the past three over years when we 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 sold properties that has uh home staging furniture when the buyers visit they actually know that these are furnitures that are staged up similarly when buyers walk into developer show flat they also know that all these things are not included and they are buying an empty home with the fixtures and fittings but i think um when it comes to 
to first impressions plus um, being comfortable about the space. The, the third thing I feel that um, the, the, the thing that benefits the buyers is that uh, it takes away the stress of walking into an empty space and having to visualize yourself because it's quite daunting to walk, walk into a, a, an empty space and trying to visualize how big the sofa is. Will it overstretch? Does, does it into this space, that space and stuff? And I think um, putting in the right furniture and the right size it will then bring out the, the best potential of the space itself. So um, if let's say we are talking about an empty home, Kelvin, in your opinion, uh, what do you think uh, maybe for the living room or maybe if we talk about living room, dining, kitchen and stuff like that, what do you think are the top uh, three to, to five items that are must-haves when it comes to, to staging an empty property? The, the most essential elements or the most essential furnitures that that must be there i think for living and dining area right in singapore layout most of the time when you step into the property is always a link living and dining together mm. right there are certain layout that is slightly different but majority is the same so the 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 depending on the 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 layout so most of the time when you step into the house the first thing you see is the living area and ideally is the sofa that will attract their attention, mm. right? Then the next thing is usually the dining area. That means the dining set and the dining chair, the, the, the full set. Lah. So what happened is for the sofa, um, what we want is actually to make it as looks like very comfortable, yet there is enough space to walk around, right? So you might not need a coffee table, mm. right? You might not need a TV console also because some houses, uh, they don't watch TV, so you don't necessarily need a TV console. Right. So the sofa set is, is very, very important. Then the dining area is where basically it is another area of the house where most of the time family will want to sit together to eat dinner. Mm. Right. So the whole space, usually table can be a rectangle table or a square table. Some, sometimes it's a round table, but it should not take up too much space that there is not enough walkway. Mm. Mm. So I think... These two areas, the sofa set and the dining set, is very, very important to have. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the must-have to, to bring out the right dimension and the feel of the, the entire living space. Uh, because I, I think that's also one of the space that people spend the most time in. And the first thing that they hit home when they enter from the door, this is what we see every day when we hit home, right? So um, let's go to the other spectrum. Okay, so we, we talk about an empty home. Uh, and I think this is a very common question is, is that what happens if the sellers are still living in the property and then they, they, they would like to stitch up the place mm. uh, and they would like to sell it, but they are still living in it and they do not have any other autom- uh, I mean, uh, 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 aut- alternative accommodation. So mm. uh, how, how is the arrangement? like? I mean, although I know how to answer this question because we have worked on this for like the past three years, but I'll leave it to <laughs> you to answer this question. Like, you know, how, sure. how, how do we advise owners who are living in mm. the property that they want to stitch? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so I think there is two scenarios here. Uh, the first scenario is that the interior itself and the existing furniture in the unit is decent. It's not bad. Or sometimes the owner really spent a lot of money and effort when they move in to, to make the whole place look very nice. So this scenario is very straightforward because what we need to assess is really to can we reuse most of the furniture? Do we need to remove or do we need to change some furniture if necessary? Because at the end of the day, they will have stayed there for years. They might have made changes along the years. They might have added in additional furnitures that might not match the original furniture. 
So when the original, the, the current condition is okay, what we try to do is to make some touch up. That means we add in accessories. Most of the time we will add in accessories because in a, a owner's day unit, there were usually not a lot of accessories like carpet, art pieces or decorations. Right. And then we try to see whether do we really need to remove items or not. Right. So, so that's scenario one where the interior looks okay. Right. Scenario two is where sometimes they have stayed there for 20 years. The furniture looks quite bad condition. There is a lot of like they add on more things along the years and totally don't match. Mm. So what we will suggest them is suggest to them is if the agent managed to sell the unit, you will have to pack up. You have to make a decision whether you want to bring certain furniture to the new unit anyway. Mm. So my I'll make that decision right now. Mm. So just throw some, away some of the things now. Correct. My yeah. just because sometimes you you really look around your house, you will know that certain things you want to throw but you haven't thrown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's Eventually, a matter of you, you throw will, it now. You will be thrown. Yeah. yeah. It's a matter you throw now or when the unit is sold, you need to throw it anyway. Yeah. Might as well you do it now. Right. right? right. So like like what I mentioned just now, even if you engage a uh, a home stager, you need to do decluttering. So might as well do it now, make the effort to, to declutter, to start choosing things to dispose and dispose them. Right. And right. those furniture that the owners still require to use, like for example, they still need to stay there. They need the dining set. They need the beds. They need the sofa set. So what happened is if we can reuse those items, we will keep it there. Mm. And mm. we will try to bring in other furnitures to match the existing furniture. Right. For some of the items that they don't, it doesn't match. So we have two suggestions for them. Of course, number one is to dispose them right now. Mm. The other one is we actually provide storage for them so they can store at our warehouse and we will bring in, for example, another sofa set. Right. So they can, they can use everything that we bring in, mm. right? All the things that we, we put in, they can use it. And then when the unit is sold, we will just do an exchange. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's really like a, a one-stop because... Their, their current furnitures can be stored in your warehouse. It will all be uh, nicely wrapped and protected while the owners can continue to use your furnitures while they're living there and selling, right? So uh, I, I think what Calvin has, has done is that he has streamlined the process to make it as comfortable as possible because uh, for homeowners, one of the key concerns is that if I want to keep some of my furnitures and especially if there are pieces with sentimental values and these are the first furnitures that I want to bring to my next home. Sometimes it's really troublesome if I need to rent an external storage and then put it there and stuff like that. So, but what Calvin does is that he provides a one-stop kind of service. They will wrap it, put it in his warehouse, safe keep it for you. And then when you you need to restore it after selling, he will restore it for you. All right. So um that includes um reinstating, like refixing the furniture and stuff like that, which your guys are all professionally trained, right, Calvin? Yeah, yeah. So we will reinstate back to the condition that you, you if you if you need the sofa back, we will set, set it back. If you need the bed back, we will just set it back. Yeah. Right. We can also, uh, there are cases whereby the owner, because they sold the unit and then they want us to deliver those items back to the new unit or to another unit, we can do that for them also. Wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's really flexible. And I, I think that's, that's a value-added service that uh, SFR provides for, for, for your clients and and of course, SFR, their main clientele pool, I would say that a large uh, percentage are property agents. And because 
uh, as homeowners, um, when homeowners engage property agents to sell their place, uh, basically property agents will partner with furniture uh, home staging companies to provide a, a value added, added service. So similarly for property members, what we do is that we, we partner with uh, vendors like Kelvin uh, and his team, and then uh, we make it a one-stop solution uh, when it comes to marketing a place because importantly before we shoot our signature video home tour we want to make sure that what is presented in the video content itself it is premium it is comfortable and um, we want to make sure that it, the home is ready so the key mm. thing is that it must be ready for the shoot and a lot of pre-prep work has to be done and um, because coordination also takes time we need to coordinate uh, with Calvin's team, we need to discuss about the staging concept, what kind of furniture style and uh, what kind of furniture size and, and all that are suitable for a particular property. Because, I mean, um, at PLB itself, we also have uh, certain things that we want to achieve for particular units. So sometimes uh, we'll tell Calvin and say that, hey, this, this property, we do, we do not want dark furnitures or we'll say that okay this this probably one scandinavian style and that brings us to the next question is that uh, i think some people are asking also like when it comes to the style of the staging furnitures um are you guys open to discuss about the style so for example if i'm a, a homeowner and I approach you directly are you open to discuss about the style of the staging furnitures um it will be a challenge for us to uh have too many styles mm. right so we have uh, certain styles that we have. Okay, in general, we have modern contemporary style mm. of different color hues. Right. Right. So it really depends on the existing condition or existing furniture they have. So we don't have all the styles, mm. but we do our best to match up to the existing interior. Right. right? So, so you probably so, have like a few different themes lah, that you play correct, around with. Correct. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. So, so we also try to... Uh, keep the furniture as neutral as possible, mm. but we have more choices when it comes to accessories. Right. Yeah, so the accessories will bring in the different color, different touch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so uh, maybe gi giving a bit of backdrop um, on usually what are the, the workflow uh, when when PLB onboards, I mean, when, when our sellers onboards with property members to sell their places that um, one of our vendors definitely like Kelvin themselves, they will come in at a very initial stage. But sometimes before that, there are still certain works that our listings manager will have to coordinate for our sellers is that, for example, uh, we have to bring a painter to repaint the entire place. We have to bring some handyman to touch up a little bit of stuff here and there um, just to make sure that the unit is good to go. And then after all these are, are being done, then Kelvin's team will come in, extract some of the furnitures, put in the, the new stuff, put in the carpet, dress up the place and then after which our media team will come in and start to do the video production and stuff like that so uh this process sometimes it, it takes um a couple of days to a couple of weeks as well because that depends on the size of the, the property that also depends on the extent of work that needs to be done um and i think uh one one probably one one important question that we also want to ask is that um does your your firm uh provide any other services other than furniture rental, furniture staging? Do you all have any other services that you are currently have or you're planning to, to have? Mm. So basically, right, like what you mentioned just now, mm. right, before staging, there is a few steps. Right? Yes. So we do offer uh, like painting services. We do offer cleaning services. We do offer 
disposal and storage, mm. like what you mentioned just now. If we if owner want to dispose, we can dispose for them. If they need to store, we can store for them. Right. We also provide moving services. Right. So sometimes once the unit is sold, the uh, owner wants to move their items to the new place, so we can do that for them also. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So wow. and also every every property that we stage, we will take uh photographs. Right. Mm. So the photographs will be provided for the owner or for the agent to do their marketing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So um maybe for for our audience to know like where to find you, um on what what days and what hours are you guys open? Like or, or do you all like open technically close to <laughs> eighteen hours per day or yeah, like yeah. What what are your service hours? Okay, so Monday to Friday we are open nine AM to six PM. Mm. When we say we are open, right, we are because we are an online furniture rental company. So mm. we don't have a place that people can visit us. Mm. So uh you can visit us on our website, right? SingaporeFurnitureRenter.com mm. or sfr.com.sg. Mm. Or you can go to our Facebook because we are an online furniture rental company and we are very active online. So mm. we do a lot of content creation on Facebook and on YouTube. So you just go online and search for Singapore Furniture Rental and you can reach out to us uh, through our Facebook page or through uh, view our content on YouTube. Right. Yeah. Right. So Calvin, um, backtracking a little bit because your, your mm. brand name is called Singapore Furniture Rental and your company evolved seven years back because you started the online uh, an online platform for people to select furniture to rent. So last time your target audience are mainly uh, probably tenants and expatriates that wants to rent furniture for the purpose of renting a place, right? So uh, were you the first uh, rental company for furniture in Singapore to have an online platform back then? Mm, yes, at that point in time, yes, mm. we are the first online furniture rental company. Uh, we are the first full-fledged online. Right. Uh, so, right. so, so, so at that point of time, uh, seven years ago, the whole Singapore industry is really just starting to do e-commerce. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So we, we were thinking, okay, maybe it's time for us to disrupt this industry. And then that's why we started as an online furniture rental company. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, I think one of the things is different from us and the rest of the furniture rental company is that we actually didn't start off targeting expatriate. Mm. Yeah. So we started off with the intention that we want to serve property owners, mm. the landlords, mm. property, uh, property management company. We want to serve the person that is owning the property. Right. right. Yeah. So that's why it evolved into home staging because home staging is servicing the one that owns the property. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so, um, so yeah. uh, sorry, sorry. Okay. So before I forget, okay. So, Talking about, um, so we've we talked a great deal on home staging. Um, I'm very interested to know about your, your furniture rental company, right? So uh, now because you, you have two spectrum, one is home staging, uh, which is huge as well. And then the other part is you still do furniture rental. So who are the, the audiences? Who are your customer base on this furniture rental part? And is it still um, so-called like very buoyant right now on, on this, the demand level for furniture rental? So for the furniture rental part, right, right now because of COVID, mm. so the <laughs> the demand is slightly lower. Okay, but before understand. COVID, right? Before COVID, what happened is that uh actually like like I mentioned, right, we started with the intention to serve the property owners. So our base since day one is really to serve the property owner. 
So we serve a lot of landlords actually. Mm. We serve a lot of uh, property investors. We serve a lot of property management companies, right? On and off, we still have experts, uh, individual experts coming online, start searching for furnitures, and then they just book their furnitures online. Right. Yeah. Also, we have uh, we have agents referring uh, direct tenants that the, the expatriate to us. Mm. But our core client for our our furniture rental is still the property owners. Yeah. Right, right. So, so perhaps, um, probably some some of our audiences will probably in their mind right now have this question like, hey, uh, why are landlords renting furnitures for their rental units to rent out? Why, why, why don't they want to buy? Okay, I, um, to answer this question, the the core basis is that for a rental property, it depends on which, uh, area is the property located. For example, uh, usually in the core regions, a lot of tenants when they come, they either have their own furnitures or they want to select certain kind of furnitures in the unit. And sometimes the landlord want to keep it flexible. Um, sometimes tenants requirement is to rent the unit bare or partial furnished. Sometimes they want it fully furnished. And thus uh, that created a, a gap in the market that if there are flexibility for landlords to be flexible with furniture rental, then it allows them to cater to a wider audience of tenants. Am I right, Kelvin? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, I want to add on to mm. that is also that not only in core central region, we mm. are also over the years seeing uh, Gradual properties trends. outside. Right. Yeah, property outside core central region renting furnitures. Mm. Why? Because um, as th- there's a lot of property investors, when they start getting more sophisticated, they, 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 a lot of them actually don't have the time. And in fact, it becomes the job of a real estate agent to handle all these furniture yes, issues. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We yeah. have more and more so, things so, to do. Yeah. Yeah, so so in the end, what happened is that uh, re- landlords realized that actually it don't make sense to buy furniture. And because the lease of the tenant is getting shorter, last time you get three years, two years, now you are getting one year, six months. Because of a lot of uncertainty in the market, sometimes Correct. tenants Correct. travel so, very frequently. Yeah, yeah. so that's why the start, a lot of landlords start to uh, change from buying furniture to renting furniture. When tenant require furnitures, they rent. When tenant do not require furnitures, they just keep it there. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's so, what happened. And when the tenant leaves, your your firm will come back to extract the furniture. So it's it's very clean. I mean, they don't have to worry about um going DIY to throw away furniture, throw away stuff, and things like that. So I think um when landlords approach you is really buying time, buying buying the time, saving the time and energy to manage this kind of furniture requirements. Yeah, so yeah. so that, that part of the business, I, I think, I mean, pre-COVID or after this COVID situation has, has stabilized, uh, the demand is still there in your perspective. Yes, yes. The okay. demand is always there mm. to rent furniture. The only thing is whether are they aware about that they have this option of renting furniture. Right, yeah. right. And right. of course, so, on top of landlords, you have tenants um, as your customer base as well. Correct, correct. And uh, recently, we have more property management company mm. uh, asking about how to uh, help helping them to furnish up their unit for rental. Right. Yeah. Right. Because the trend we are seeing is that uh, the expatriate coming to Singapore, they are changing in terms of the, uh, the demographics. Mm. So they used to have big families coming in and they will bring all their furnitures in. Mm. Right now we are look, looking at more like uh, younger expats coming in. So the tenant pool is getting different. Right. Yeah. And usually they don't bring furnitures in. Right. So that's right. where 
either they come in, they rent fully furnished unit, mm. or they will either, if they have budget, then they might buy, but most of them, they might not have that upfront budget when mm. they reach Singapore, so they will rent. Right, yeah. right. So um, what happens if, let's say, after two years, and uh, when the tenant leaves, and let's say if I'm the landlord who rented furnitures from you, um, found that, okay, some of the furnitures, uh, and I, I didn't notice it during the handover, and then uh, maybe there's a slight damage to the sofa and things like that. Usually, how are all these being settled? Is there like insurance or is there like a, a clause, a repair clause and stuff? So I think uh, what sets us different is that we don't charge for damage. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So of course, if we rent 10 items, we need to collect 10 items back. So if the item is missing, then we have to charge. But when it comes to damages, right, we don't charge, right? Wow. So even, even like uh, we have the worst case scenario happened before is the cat. There's a cat that scratched the whole sofa uh, that we rented to a tenant and we just collect it back without charging. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Is, is there a particular reason that you, you, you have this like service that you, mm. you, I mean, basically, what, what is the rationale? Is it because you find that some of the things are uh, probably really accidental or, or things like that? Like, what, what is your rationale? Or, or basically, it's a, it's a very strong value proposition that you decided to, to, to plow into your business. So, from uh, initially, we charge. Mm. And then we realize there's a difficulty. There's always this challenge of everyone is asking, what if I damage the furniture? Right. What if they scratch? So this is the top concern when people rent items. Anything mm. that you rent, you will have a concern of, do I have to pay when I stop renting if there's any damages? You rent property, you rent car, and there's always this clause of they will charge for damages. And it's very, very gray area. Mm. Yeah. So right. that's what we realized about rental industry. Where right. it, basically the one who rents it out can charge, say anything that they will charge any amount they want and the renter will have no choice but to pay or they will have to forfeit their deposit. Mm. But what we want to do is really to be different. Mm. And the fact that we are online, most of our clients don't see our items before they rent. So having this clause will give them assurance that don't worry, whatever that we are providing, we are not going to charge you for even a scratch. Right. Yeah. So that it helps that uh, a lot of homeowners, especially for home staging client mm. that they actually are assured that they they won't be charged if they damage their items right yeah. right right so do you have a team at the at your warehouse um that restores all this all these damages and and like you do you train your people to do that um for some furniture we can restore mm. right uh we don't some of it we can do some minor touch-up to reuse the item and make it uh, better or change certain parts some items we will send it to our supplier to do some re-upholstery mm. yeah. but uh, there are also certain items that certain damage is too much we just dispose them right yeah. okay and just do replacement over the years yeah yep. okay great yeah I, I, I think you have uh, helped answer a lot of uh, questions uh, a lot of nitty gritty stuff that uh, I think our audience will, will definitely benefit from, from today's uh, session with you, Calvin. Thank you so much for, for spending time with us. That's so far so good. And uh, once again, this uh, episode and all our episodes on So Far So Good will be at on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well as our YouTube channel and Facebook and Instagram. So 
um, do head on to the channels and the platforms that you love uh, to to revisit this this uh, episode together with Calvin from Singapore Furniture Rental. Share this content uh, outwards as well with your friends if they want to know more in depth about staging their properties for sale or even uh, if they are they have bought properties for rental as a landlord and they want to to uh, create some additional flexibility in the amount of furniture that they provide for their tenants so thank you kelvin thank you once again uh for coming thank on you. stream yeah take care thank and uh, i'll catch up yeah. with you yeah. all right Bye. cheers Bye.